Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello. And welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. In a recent show, we discussed the value of investing in dividend-paying stocks, especially in volatile times and in volatile stock markets. Dividend stocks provide a degree of protection when the markets are falling or uncertain. Historically, dividend-paying companies, their stock prices rise on average more than non-dividend payers. Companies that have a history of increasing dividends, on average, experience even greater stock price increases. First, let's talk about the recent stock market performance. This will serve as background. When the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, also referred to as the inflation rate, recently increased to 8.3% higher than the same same month last year, the market reacted very negatively in part because economists were expecting the rate to fall. Another reason for the decline is that the Federal Reserve can be expected to continue to raise interest rates by a greater amount than previously expected. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell by more than 1,200 points. The markets are now uncertain about how high interest rates will rise and if they will cause a recession. So what should investors do in these difficult investing times? First, remember that historically, the highest paying investment on average is common stock. The long-term trend for stock is up and up significantly. The trouble is that within that trend, there are dips, falls, and even crashes. The market is resilient, however. It rebounds and continues its upward trend. Anyone investing in stock has to be able to manage the down periods. They have to be able to deal with them. That leads to another question. How do you manage the tough times when the value of your investments are falling? The answer is not to invest money in stock that is needed for current bills and current needs. Having the emergency fund, which we always talk about, and money saved and invested in treasury bills should also provide a cushion and the ability to hold on to solid stocks during the difficult times. Stocks that are worth holding during downturns, and we will emphasize this, they include dividend-paying companies and especially dividend-increasing companies. Historically, And on average, they perform better in up and down markets than the non-dividend payers. Dividends are an indicator of financial and operational health. A cash dividend cannot be paid without both profits and cash. Companies that consistently increase their dividends not only have profits and cash, but they also have 
increasing profits and cash. Companies that have increased their dividends every year for 25 years are solid companies. They have been labeled dividend aristocrats. They are Standard & Poor's 500 companies, large companies, that have an uninterrupted streak of at least 25 years of annual dividend increases. The aristocrats are especially well-suited for the long-term investor. They effectively use compounding through the reinvestment of increasing dividends. Since 1999, dividend aristocrats have outperformed the overall S&P index by 11%. They provide a return that non-dividend payers do not during down periods, and they perform better during the rising markets. And that is another important point about the 25-year period. Such a long time frame means that companies increase their profits and cash even during the economic times that were difficult during recessions, the financial crisis, wars, and other economic problems. In other words, these companies have navigated the difficult times very effectively, and that is a really good sign. Let's consider a couple of dividend aristocrats. First, PepsiCo, a large company whose products include beverages such as Pepsi-Cola and other beverages, snacks such as the Frito-Lay brands, and food, including the Quaker Oats brands of products. This company has increased its dividend every year for 48 years. During the past 20 years, its annual dividend has grown by more than 8% per year. This is a return that is not available through savings accounts. And its last, its last dividend is 7.3% higher than the prior year. PepsiCo expects an increase in sales of 4% this year. Its beta, a measure of market risk, is 0.56, indicating that in the recent past, PepsiCo has been about half as risky as the market as a whole. For those concerned about falling prices, as I am, this is a good feature. People often compare Pepsi to Coca-Cola because of the beverage uh, rivalry. We should note that Pepsi, though, is a vastly different company than Coke due to its substantial interest in snacks and food. While PepsiCo has outperformed Coke in profits, stock price, and dividends, and as we said, it is much more well-diversified than Coke, making it a more cautious investment. PepsiCo sells for about $165 per share, and it has a dividend yield of roughly 2.75%. This yield may seem relatively low, but it is a bit more than the yield of the average S&P 500 company. More importantly, this yield is due to the rising stock price. Remember, the dividend yield is calculated by dividing the annual dividend by the stock price. When the stock price rises, the yield goes down, and that's what happened with PepsiCo. Rising stock prices are good, especially when combined with rising dividends. Those that currently own this stock, in my opinion, should hold on to it. For those who don't, this is a company worth considering 
as an investment in small blocks on down days, which really is my philosophy for investing during difficult times, small amounts on down days. Another dividend aristocrat worth considering is Johnson & Johnson. This is a diversified pharmaceutical company that also has a substantial and successful medical device and consumer products business. It has one of the largest budgets for medical research of all pharma companies, and its research is likely its most important competitive advantage over other companies. Consistently outstanding research is the reason for its consistently outstanding financial performance. The normal and reasonable concern for the pharma industry is products coming off patents. In other words, expiring patents. J&J's pipeline for patents is robust and it should promote growth for years to come. It has an excellent balance sheet and cash flows. Only two U.S. companies have a Standard & Poor's credit rating of AAA, and AAA is the best credit rating possible. It indicates a company's financial strength and ability to pay its bills. Microsoft is one of the companies with, with this rating, and the other is Johnson & Johnson. It projects increasing revenue, profits, and dividends for years to come. J&J has increased its dividend for 60 years. So not only does it meet the qualifications for a dividend aristocrat, it is labeled a dividend king. That is, a company that has increased its dividend for at least 50 consecutive years. At this rate, it will soon need a classification change to better reflect its dividend record. J&J has a beta of 0.61. Its recent stock price has not had the same volatility as the overall market. It's had only about 60% of the volatility. It has a current dividend yield of about 2.8%, just like PepsiCo. This could appear to be low, but it, again, it actually reflects a rising stock price. Johnson & Johnson provides the great combination of a rising stock price and a rising dividend. Johnson & Johnson is a company. It is in what is known as a defensive industry. Pharma companies are considered to be defensive since their products are needed and required by people, regardless of the state of the economy. The need for medicines and medical tests doesn't disappear in bad economies. It is also considered to be a growth company because of its successful research and new products. It is a 130-year-old company, and it's still growing. Many companies of that age are considered to be mature because they don't have growth prospects. You could call J&J a cautious and aggressive company at the same time. This is very rare and unique. As an owner of this stock, I will continue to hold it. For those who don't own it, it is worth buying on down days in small blocks. If I didn't own any stock and were considering buying stock for the first time, Johnson & Johnson is the first company that I would buy. We will continue to report on dividend aristocrats as they represent great opportunities 
even in times of volatility. Until the next time, stay calm, cautious, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.